So, welcome back, everybody. Good evening. So, we hope you had a great weekend. Today, we are continuing with part two of our conversation that we started on Friday about the meanings of the 12 tribes. And just maybe um, a quick comment about this, because sometimes you'll find that the tribes are categorized slightly different um, when you look on Wikipedia or something, right? That the 12 tribes actually do not include Levi that we discussed last time. Um, it's correct, right? Levi is a tribe, but he did not inherit the land. Exactly. He is a tribe, but he is not, doesn't have like a mention. Exactly. So we are continuing a bit in, in the same way. We're talking basically about the sons of Jacob in this case. Yes. Right. So because there are some, some other differences in how they are being categorized. But um, so we wrote here the hidden meanings of the 12 tribes. But just to keep this in the back of your mind. Right. That's all I wanted to say. <laughs> yes. And the former conversation, we were, we were speaking about the first six sons of uh, Jacob, four of them. They are mutual children of Jacob and Leah, the, the first daughter of Laban, and the, the fifth and the sixth sons are Jacob's children from Rachel's maid, Bilha. So now we shall continue to speak about the rest of the children and the circumstances about the circumstances that brings them to the world, to our world. All right. So we read now from Genesis chapter 30, verse 9. I will read the general background and then we shall go back to the cards and read the name. And she stopped giving birth. And she took Zilpa, her slave. And she gave her to Jacob as a wife. And Zilpa, the slave of Leah, gave birth. Leakov ben and Zilpa the Leah slaves gave birth to a son which was Jacob's son. Vatomer Leah and Leah said, Ba God, luck has come. Vatikra etchmo God and she named him God. Now we see this is a very interesting circumstances for a child to come to the world. What do you mean? Leah saw that she gave birth at the beginning for four sons in a row. Mm -hmm. Rachel was envy Leah. As we discussed last time, right? Yes, and she took Bilha, her maid, Amata, and she gave uh, Bilha to Jacob. And two children came out of this arrangement, so to speak. Dan and Naphtali. And Leah saw, meanwhile, she stopped giving birth. And she also put her bench... Uh, how do you say, player, her slave, Zilpa. Right, she, she brought her substitute player, yes? Yes, and uh, can you bring, please, the pad? We shall write her name, or it's One already second. written. Trying Why? something new here. Zilpa, we write from right to left. The meaning of the name Zilpa is Zolpo, cheap here. When Leah brought her to the game, because she noticed Rachel also play with a bench player like her, made she also she noticed this is a cheap game here so she pulled her slave and because so both the of Bible, them had a maid yeah okay yes but there are different names rachel has a maid amata this is extension of her but here the bible uses shifra shifra is like a slave ah, like it literally Lea. uses the word Lit slave Lea. okay shifra yeah okay so this is also her name is zilpa zolpo cheap here because Leah noticed this is a cheap game they're playing and she has to put a bench player also into the game okay and let's see what uh, can we drop off the pad and right, we could see the name quickly. one son is coming from a special let's say setup and I'll move the card we shall see his name 
His name is Gad. So he's the son of Zilpah. Zilpah, the first son of Zilpah and Jacob. Right. Gad is, is luck. In Hebrew, Gad means luck. But like doesn't ma- Mazal mean luck? Mazal. Like in Mazal Tov? Mazal Tov, because it's like from Nezilah, from dropping. Like the luck is something which is drop, drops from somewhere. But also Gad. Gad is also a luck. Plus we have another, uh, uh, how do you say, Persian. Pur. Pur, like from Purim, is also luck. We okay. have three words that mean luck. So wait a second. So the holiday of Purim actually means, like translated literally, the holiday of luck? Luck. Yes. Okay, that was new to yeah. me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So here is the complete verse. I will read from right to left. Vatomer Leah and Leah said, Bagad. And we see three letters in orange, Bet, Gimel, Dalet. This is how the Torah uses this way to write because also Bagad in those letters mean to cheat. Leah has to cheat to gain this son. She had to put another bench player, not herself. Wait a second, this what you put here in, in brackets, this is this is how the Bible actually writes this, or you just expanded it for us in the verse? This the three letters, Bed Gimel Dalet in orange. Yeah. I will like curse them now yeah, here and at the okay. bottom. This is how the right canon. The, the canon is the the acceptable Right. Um, acceptable written way of the Bible. This is how the Bible writes it. Bed Gimel uh-huh. Dalet two, three, four in terms of number, which means also if it's a verb, it's like to cheat. If it's a noun, it's begged like a dress. This is how the Torah and what is in this uh, brackets. This is the corrections. The corrections of writing that people will understand it. So where, put where it would people way. find this? This is like when I now buy a Hebrew Bible, I'm going to find this like um, special commentary within those brackets or this like a special Cohen version? Bible, like Cohen Bible. Uh, okay. Cohen Bible, also Mechon Mamre. Okay, interesting. I don't know. I did not check the Torah in the synagogue on the roll, but I have to check it also how uh-huh. it's written there. But those three letters, which you don't have like dots on them, like those three, Bed, Gimel, Dalet, if it's a verb, this is to cheat. If it's a noun, it's Beged, which is addressing. Vatomer, this is the multiple we spoke about this now this is it's fascinating not, in Hebrew this yes. is not safa echat this is not because it's a multiple double triple and so language because she said so many things in one com- combination in three letters le- right <laughs> yes bagad meaning this is to cheat this is a dressing dressing is something external it's not inner she wants to say something this child is not in inner is ex- external bagad like comes from cheating, comes from dressing like a dress to a person, something external. And the correction of the Masora says, Bagad, they try to make it better. Mm-hmm. Like ba- I said, it the was correction. A luck came. Yes, because they once they put the Aleph after the bet, we see here in the correction, they put the right. Aleph after the bet, they say, Bagad, they make it better. Came luck. All right. Because, you know, she said Bagad and she said Bet Gimel Dalet. She used the verb and there's no Aleph inside. There is no, the, exactly. the origin is exactly. not there. This is what is so dangerous. This is why the correction of the Masawa correction comes and put Aleph and separate and makes like order in this Babylonic speech. So which one says, is the right version? Are both of them right? Um, we see... The first, which is not with Aleph, we see with the eyes, but we read with the mouth, we express with our speech, the second with Aleph, Bagad. Right, because there are no Nikut, right, in the first no. word, so, so we see, you see the Yes, so you see the split between, like, the name of the Lord, we see, but we cannot pronounce because it's impossible. So here it's the same, we see what she meant, 
And we see also the correction of Baalei HaMasorah, the owning of the corrections of the Bible. Very interesting. V'tomer le'a en le'ased ba'gad. She, like to make beautiful her saying, it was very hard for her to put her second player because she was not an extension like Bilhah to Rachel. It was not her amata. It was not her extension. It was her slave. This is also, you see the, the verb to cheat or to dress and later in her name, Zilpa, Zolpo. It's a cheap game. I have to go under the belly and to play this rough game with you. She gives a name to the child. She gives a name to the child, not the biological mother or not the father. Right, like in general, right? Wasn't this also with the, the Bilha uh, children like this? Bilha doesn't give any names, right? She's just... Uh, Bilha, she, she's just delivering. Let me again look. I want to check again. I'm sorry. Also, Bilha is called here again slave. Once she is, um, has to go to birth, she also the Bibles. Uh, ah, okay, Bible so they use the word uh, for... Slave. Okay. Slave, shifchatal. Not amata, not like extension, but they use here. I'm sorry. It's, it's not a problem. So it changes mm. in, in this specific case. Yes. Okay. Also, Rachel, also she gives the name to the children. Yes, that's what I, that's what I assumed, mm -hmm. right? Uh, Rachel gives the name. They are the mothers, they give the name. This is very interesting. Right, although they're not the biological mothers in this case. No. They so are. to speak, right, in, in yes. the context of this story. Yes, yes, very interesting. So, we sh do you have any questions? Okay, or somebody S has questions? So far, I don't have any questions, but um, again, to all of our listeners or watchers, if you have any questions, please feel free and we'll get mm -hmm. to it. Okay, so we shall continue. I'll go back to the chapter and read. Vatelet zilpa shifchat le'a And Zilpa, the, the slave of Leah, gave birth a second son to Jacob, Ben Sheni Yaakov. Vatomer Leah. Now we shall move again with a slide. Vatomer Leah, Beoshri, in my happiness, Ki Ishruni Banot, because the daughters has con had confirmed me, confirmed me. Vatikra. And she named him Asher. Now we see the second son from Zilpah is named by Leah Asher. Why? We shall see why. She will explain. Also here there is a double, triple speech. We shall see in the verse. Le'asher, the verb is Le'asher is to confirm. Which is a word that you would use in, in modern Hebrew also, right? Yes, to, to, confer, to confirm a registration somewhere. Like someone on the internet in a... Yes, <laughs> confirm your email as right. a, yes, confirmation, email confirmation, yes. Okay, so right. this we comes use from the it verb to confirm. Yes, and now we shall see the verb. Again, we shall see in colors how her speech is triple. V'tomer le'ah, and le'ah said, be'oshri... In my happiness, ki ishruni banot, because daughters conferred me, confirmed me. Yeah, we have a typo here, we're going to fix that in the yes, later sorry. version. Vatikra et shmo ashir. So she said it's like my happiness because daughters had, had confirmed me. Because I have, a, I feel like I have confirmation by others, by the external world. Could you explain that a bit? I'm not sure. This is very, very hard <laughs> to explain, because when we we look into the the books, deep, deep, it's a very, I don't know, it's hard to explain it because, in a way, our happiness is, is depend on the external world of accept, acceptance, acceptance, acceptance. Yes. 
You mean like in a way like we can see this with children, right? When they yes. do something and they jump and they say, "Look, mom, I jumped." Mm -hmm. Yes. So, so they're looking they're for this like external validation, which is yes. a, a perfectly natural uh, way of growing up. But as adults, we continue in this way, right? Yes, we always look to confirm what we feel or what we sense or what we think from the surrounding, the, uh, the, the external world, which is not our inner thoughts and feelings. We always look like, like a point of reference that somebody will confirm or say it's good or if it's not it we are waiting to but why is it the daughters here this is very very important because they say in one of the laws that all those four women of Jacob like Rachel Leah Bilha and Zilpa they are coming from one father they were the daughters of all four of them were the daughters of Laban. Right, I mean, it's known in the Bible that Leah and Rachel were sisters, right? This yes. Is, this is well known. But you're saying also the slaves, they were actually sisters as well. Sisters and daughters of Laban, but not from a wife, but from one of his maids. So okay. already ah, from okay, the beginning, okay. they are lesser, so to speak, lesser. So they're copies of the, the former structure, so to speak. Yes. They are lower in one step than Rachel and Leah because it's not, how to say, the lady of the house. Yeah, like yeah. the mother of Rachel and Leah was the lady of the house, a matro, uh, matronit. Are you saying Aramit matronit? The matron, uh, yes, like in yeah. English. Um, and the two, in a way, they were like a child of a maid, Zilpa and Bilha. Oh, and what does that have to do there? Why is he, she like saying, for daughters confirm me? Because now they, because all of them, they are daughters. You, you, can, you can explain it like this. I'm, I'm sure yeah. there are another uh, ways to, to look at this. Because all of the four, they are daughters of Laban. They are Banot. They are Banot, daughters of Laban. So she looks in a way and I have like, I have confirmation, meaning even my maid or my slave is like, capable of giving birth so not just me but also her so there is like confirmation of the surrounding everybody's giving birth we are among equals we are mothers all of us maybe maybe because when people look at this um, uh, interpreters of the bible look at this and they say that the daughters is a general a public of um, neighbors, sisters, girls of the village, like women crowd. Okay, so it's like a but general not, term in this yes, case. Yes, but not women because it's daughters, but not, but not girls. Like girls, when they look up at like grown people, they see mothers in the crowd or grannies or aunts they relate to people as like owners of related in the family structures and when the girls but not or daughters they look up they see like a structure already of a family like there is a confirmation of the surrounding to the developing status of a family okay so there is like confirmations once there's a children there's a confirmation there's a family or there's a lady of the house Who's giving birth? Also, there's we know also from the houses of kings in Europe. There's like children of the queen, are children of the maids. This is cool. how it is. Like in Downton Abbey, or one of these series, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yes, this is very interesting. I think that one of our uh, slide jumped, if I'm not mistaken. It's like. Right. It seems so. Yeah. Okay. okay, so let's go back and I'll go again to the verse of the Bible and continue to read. And here comes a story. Uh, this is chapter 30, verse 14. And Reuven walked in the time they are, uh, how do you say, cutting the wheat. And he found mandrakes in the field. 
he brought him to Elea, his mother. Vatomer Rachel Elea, and Rachel says to Lea, Tni nali miduda'e bnech, please give me from your son's menstruate. Vatomer la, and Lea says to Rachel, Hameat kachtech ishi, it's not enough that you take my man? and you also want the mandrake of my son? And Rachel says, said, This is why he will sleep with you tonight instead of the mandrakes of your son. Now there is exchange between the sister. Rachel asked for the mandrake, for the special plant, and Leah, they, they make an exchange. Is it, is it clear, this exchange? Yeah, this is, uh, I mean, everybody who wants can, can read this um, a story. Uh, one thing, by the way, that I would really recommend to everybody is if you can get a copy of uh, Thomas Mann's Joseph and His Brothers, mm -hmm. which is a beautiful retelling of the whole story in a beautiful literary and very expansive way, he also gives a lot of importance to this specific side story, how they, they were making this exchange, so to speak, bargain, between each other. Yes. This bargain, mm -hmm. exactly. Mm -hmm. Highly recommended reading for anybody who's interested in this. So let's speak it by heart. Uh, the thing, the deal between the sisters, since, Leah wa since Rachel wants this mandrake to hold this flower in her hand, and Leah does not... She noticed Leah wants something from her, so they, they make an exchange. Rachel takes the flower in her hand, and instead she offers Leah to spend the night with Jacob. And from this night, Leah conceives, with, and then she, she's giving a birth to a son, and she names the new son Yisachar, and she said, Why? Why she named him like this, we shall see. You see here a person holds a fee in his hand, like a sack of money. Sachar, Sachar is a fee or a salary. And Leah says, Yesh Sachar, there is a fee. Yisachar, here we shall see the verb. Vatomer Leah, and Leah said, Natan Elohim Sachari, God gave my fee. Because I gave my slave into, to, the, to my men, and she named him Yisachar, meaning she named the new son upon a deed that she did in the past. Is that clear? Uh. <laughs> It's a bit complex, I know. She felt that by giving her maid, her slave, Zilpa, it was hard. It's, it's so hard for her. And she felt like she had a compensation in this new child that was born. This is why she named him Yisachar. There is a fee. To everything that we do, there is a re reward or a salary. She quit her honor, in a way, by giving her slave to Jacob as a wife. Right. And, and after this story with her sister Rachel, that she gave her the flower, and she gave her a knight instead, instead um, she, she, gave, she conceived and gave birth, and she named the son upon her quit in the past, meaning she was willing to make a sacrifice, give her slave, But afterwards, she continued to give birth. So in a way, she was conversing with herself. She says, there is a fee. Yes, Sahar, it's, it's really re rewarding sometimes to quit your honor. Mm -hmm. Does it make any sense? No, it's definitely, um, like, like I said before, with why I quoted, um, I mentioned Thomas Mann, the story is, is quite complex. Um, mm -hmm especially this whole business of the mandrakes, right? Why does she even want those mandrakes? What's so important it about was this flower, known, It was known in the old world until today when people go to remedy, to herbalists, that this mandrakes... Did you see the, the flower? 
It looks it a bit like they say, I've seen in the commentaries mm -hmm. as well, that it looks like a little man. That's why it's yes, also there is called a, a mandrake. Purple yeah? Yes, there is. It, it blooms in June when they cut the wheat. I mean, uh, it has a purple flower and the root of the flower is like man and wife together in the act of making love. If somebody wants to see forms in roots, it's really visual. No, you see, uh, like they're, they're entwined. Um, mm -hmm. Entwined couple inside the exactly. root. And people believed herbalisa in ancient worlds that it's a remedy against people who don't manage to conceive or to catch pregnancy, as they say, to to be able to prepare the womb for mm -hmm, pregnancy. Mm -hmm. So Rachel wanted to conceive. So and once Uven came from the field with his flower to his mother and the root, she she wanted. Oh, okay, there's a remedy, and I can maybe. She could use it. And um, there is also interesting that in Hebrew, the word for this flower also is a doubleness, right? Yes, dudaim. So yes, it again has it's this, double this. uncle. Mm -hmm. yes. yes, very interesting. Because this is the name that she also gave her son later. Is right, that's, like I said, this is a whole story for itself. We could talk for three hours just about this yes. issue with the mandrakes. Yes. So, but just maybe keep it in the back uh, of your mind for now. I've heard also there's um, there's some story that says that these, not just in a medicinal way, these plants they have a very powerful symbolical meaning in this story. I've heard there's a little commentary that says um, that Reuben, I think it was Reuben. Yes. Um, correct me if I'm wrong. Mm -hmm. Yes, it is. Saw it's that a donkey tried to pull these mandrakes out and mm -hmm. died. Mm -hmm. Because they were so strong. You remember this yes. story? Yes, yes. He walked in the field. He noticed a donkey who was trying to pull the, the dudaim from the field. The moment he touched them, the, the donkey died. Right, and then he knew, oh, this is, there's something powerful, powerful here. Powerful, because uh, donkey in Hebrew is chamo, chamo, but also the same... Uh, Words, maybe I can write it yeah, and the pad. Bring up the pad here. That people could see that the donkey, that whenever the the Bible mentions donkeys, it's not just the uh, this this animal, it's just how do you say metaphorical language. Maybe so, just uh, write it down that people okay. can see how close it actually is. Yes, one second, turn it to Hebrew. This is here. So this, this is, is a donkey. Chamo, but has the same letters like. Homer, material, donkey, uh, maybe you can write, Hamor, Homer, can you write on the pad? Sure. Okay, donkey. So, Hamor uh, would be the donkey, right? And donkey then, is Then we Homer. have the Homer, which would Homer. be the material. Okay, Homer is the material. So, what Ruben saw in the field, It's not that the animals like donkey, he saw something. He saw that the Dudaim, they have a quality of spiritual because if the meeting of the Hamor, Homer, with the Dudaim caused the death of the material, so it must be something higher than the material. So it connects also to the spirit. This is why he brought it home to his mother. Home is always mommy. So he brings this mandrake to his mommy Leah. And since Rachel know this is a, is a, how do you say, this is capable, it has cap capability. And she asked, please give me from, she did not say from the Dudaim, but from Dudaibnech, from the mandrakes of your son. And, and, and it's, I think that Leah didn't like this. This is why she says it's not enough that, that you you take my man, also you take the, the son, what, the menstruate of my son. Okay, so we shall continue. And there is another son which is coming to the world. And this is the six sons, six sons from Leah and Jacob. His name is Zvulun. Zvulun. Here we shall see the word is Lezabel. Lezabel, 
which mean, means to fertilize. To fertilize. Is and the uh, English name Isabel somehow related to this? Because it kind yes. of sounds like this. Yes. Uh, Isabel, because E is an island, and a f fertilized island. This is what it means. A fertilized island. Um, I'm just with checking a, with on Wikipedia. They say it actually comes from Elisheva in this case. They can say whatever they like in Wikipedia. I mean, this is what it means in Hebrew. I don't know, because the, the name uh, Jezebel or is accepted in all the other languages as well, also in Hebrew, but it says Ezebel when you, when you depart the word into different letters, and this is what you get, Ezebel, an island, or fertil fertilized island. Mm -hmm. So we shall see. It's interesting what they say. I mean, it is related also to, if you want to look at Jezebel, right, from the Old yes. Testament. She was, uh, she used to work for the Baal and the Asherah. She used to uh, worship foreign goddess and gods and goddesses. I mean, the Bible, interestingly, because it's, in the Bible, her name is not uh, considered to be a positive name, in a way. Exactly, in she's way. kind of like the the root of all um, prostitution or something, all kinds of um, scheming that goes along with it. Um, yes, the underworlds, the so queen of, uh, yes. But I mean, yeah. you, you might you might see some kind of relation here, at least in the in the spelling. If, uh, I Isabel can see. and uh, Les is pretty close, mm -hmm. right? Yes, yes. It's interesting because what, what you said before, because... You mentioned the relation about uh, Elisheva. Uh, I can say something. I can say something about the word um, Lezabel to f uh, fertilize. There is a name for the temple in the Bible, and the word is Zvul. Zvul is mm -hmm. the temple. So Isn't it Bet Yes, yes, Zvul is Beit HaMikdash, is a synonym to Beit HaMikdash. Okay. Yes, and you see that the idea is that the temple is a place when a person can nourish himself, can, can go there and fertilize, not just a physical place, but the core right, this idea is... something is to keep in mind here always, right? We're not talking about some uh, biology. Yes. It's not a lesson in biology. <laughs> no, no, oh, geography, it's not, right. it's not a temple... It's located physically somewhere. but Right, there's a lot to say about this topic as mm -hmm. well, of course. I hope we'll get to this in the future one day. Yes. Okay, but that's interesting. I didn't know that. Yes, full. So, this is the sixth uh, son of Leah. There is an interesting uh, perception of Ha'ari from Tzfat and Ramchal. They see in the six sons of Leah, a metaphor to the six days of the week, because after Leah gave birth to six sons, she gave birth to a daughter. This is the Shabbat, the Saturday. So if you want to dive into this pattern to see the seal of God in the children's birth, you can see it. To people who are willing to see and now we shall move to the next one. And I mean, not to the next one, but to the verb that she says and gives the name Zevadani Elohim Oti Zevedov Hapaam Yizbeleni Ishi Vatika Echmo Zvulun. Shall I explain this a bit? Zeved. Uh, the translation here is that accurate? Oh no! I think it's. Um, I think it's the the right law. something something. Yes, um, is, we uh, have went, to correct. Wrong here. Could you translate it maybe for us again in English? Yes, yes, yes. Zevid is a present or a gift, or a cabinet full of good things, like like something that you fill the house with goodies. 
This is what it means, Zevid. All the equipment that you need for life, everything okay. from food to material, um, objects, furniture, everything. As so Leah says, Zevadani Elohim, meaning God has given me, had given me many presents. Zevetov, good, present, furnished house, so named it. This time, my man will give me many presents, many presents. And she named his name Zevulun. It's a very complex sentence. From So the idea here of, of um, Lezabel yes. is kind of not just to fertilize, but also to, to bestow, to give, yes. to nourish something. Yes. Okay. Because there is, if you notice, Zevadani is, the, the letters are Zain, Zain, Bet, Dalid, Zavad, with Dalid. And, but she named him Zvulun. She named him with the Lamed, Zain, Bet, Lamed. So uh -huh. there is a difference between Zevadani, the verb that she uses, and the name she gives. Because God had gifted, g given me many gifts, and this time my husband will do it. Because my husband does what God does, like is a reflection. She noticed she was like fruitful with six sons. Right, okay. So, it's hard to explain it. But what I can say is that in a Jewish tradition, when there's a, when sun comes to the world after eight days, they make a brit milah, like a ceremony, and they name the sun. But also, when a girl is being born, they make a party in which she's granted with the name, the baby girl, and this ceremony is named in Hebrew zeved habat, meaning the good full house when the daughter or the child is coming into zevet is like complete world of good things okay zevet habat it's in the sidu you can there's a special prayer for i know people not so much accustomed to this in the world they are more know about the breed for right, the this boys is and this the bris like they say yeah, right it's very famous yeah. but also there is a ceremony for the baby girl when she has her name and they bless you with a bless the new baby girl with a fortune that will escort her through whole life oh, this is very commonly done or this is kind of uh, a thing that just some people do no, it's in the Sidu, meaning it's the tradi in the tradition. There's a prayer. It's very uh, not everybody does it. There is an option that people okay, okay. So it's kind take. of not that well known, like you say. Not that well known. Now they also go and makes the. I mean, this they make this much more like broad with many people in a hall. Like they people they put five people, five hundred people in one meal. But uh, this is the source of it, Zevid Habat. Now it became more external. Uh, but you say this is this is the root. Um, this is the this is the root. Yes, Zevid so Abad to grant a baby I, girl. <laughs> if yeah. I ask this question, yes, but mm -hmm. um, it sounds to me a bit like superficially speaking um, that what is being celebrated here is some kind of it looks a bit like a fertility cult, no? Like, Where? Yeah, the girls uh, they they will be fertile, and that's like their main. Um, reason to exist in life and we're gonna celebrate that fertility I didn't think about it like this but I think I don't think like you maybe I misunderstand something here I don't think like you I think that in a way that let's say a daughter a girl at this how do you say this is amazing grace and it's express itself like is a f the amazing grace has many faces and many options and has everything in it. 
This is how I see it. It doesn't mean that every girl should marry at the age of Now, obviously, 12 I'm playing a bit devil's advocate here. Yes, it's okay. Right? But um, this is the amazing grace, basically. You, you say the idea of Zevolun or like uh, this fertility is not necessarily meant only in a biological way. No, of course not. The options, the options all the time. Because in another uh, reading of this, the, the reading of the Psukim, the verses of the Bible, in a way... Zevulun is like the name of the crown of the creation because from Zevulun, from this this spot when everything is just being get a holy holiness and just drives to the world and leads itself to the world is the, the crown because we have ten spheres. We did not speak about the ten spheres of the tree of life, but I hope we shall get to this point. There's a lot of ground to cover. Bear yes, with us. yeah. And one of the synonym of Keter is Zvulun, because in a way to give benefit, to bestow the world, the infinity is supposed to go down in the steps of humans or animals or and, and to, to go to the step we can influence. So I don't know how to explain it better. I, I think that But it's a very high name. It's yeah, a very okay. high name. Today, people do not name their children like this anymore. It's not very common. Right. So we shall move now to the next one. And the next one is... Here comes an important one. Yes, Joseph. Finally, Rachel. Finally, Rachel conceives and gives a birth to a son. Also, like we mentioned uh, in the beginning, right? Joseph doesn't actually count as one of the tribes. Yes, he because he was, in a way, if you want to see it, he was uh, sold by his brothers. So he doesn't have any place. They deleted his existence by But, selling... Uh, his two children two, count yes. as, uh, as, two as tribes. tribes. His children that were born in Egypt, Menashe right. and Ephraim. So, in a yes. way, we, we get a minus on Joseph, we get a minus on Levi, mm -hmm. but we get two pluses on the sons of Joseph, and like this, we get the full 12 tribes. Yes. In the, in the common way of looking at it, yeah? Yes. Yes, it's true. And now we shall see from the verb Leosif, to add. To add Leosif. This is why we make here plus. And this is the verse that his mother said, Vatomer, this is Rachel saying, Vatomer, Asaf Elohim et Herpati, Vatikra et Shmo Yosef. Leimo, Yosef Hashemli ben Acher. Can you read the English, please? And she said, God collected my shame, and she named him Joseph to say, Hashem will add me another son. Yes. Uh, why did you say she? Is there a female form of God? or? Um, and she said Rachel said because it's, it does not hear say ah, right, the okay. verbs. And she said okay. meaning Rachel. Okay. Rachel said. So here we see like the verb again is a double speech. Asaf collected. God collected my shame because she, has, she had to see so many children being born before she had the right to give to conceive and to give birth so she felt being shamed so she said asaf elohim et god collected my shame because she finally conceived and gave birth to a son and she named him joseph so Why? asaf is also a very common name right Nowadays asaf is a very israel? common name in israel yes it's also one of the poets uh, in david times i think he's also a poet And in terms of grammar, the only difference between Asaf and Yosef is that it's future, right? Yes. So, so one is like uh, past, collected or added, yes. has already happened. And Yosef, is, it, will, it will be added, it will happen. It's also a different building because Asaf is the Binyan Kal, like... There are seven buildings in the Hebrew language of verbs. Asaf is from the first building, and Yosef is from Lehosif, like 
is a verb called hifil, like building called hifil. It's, a, it's another structure, but the root is similar. They're obviously related, yeah. Related, yes. Yes, this, this is Joseph. This is the first son of Rachel and Jacob. After so many children. Let's count six of Leah. It's, this is the eleventh son. Right, because and there's only one more after Joseph. Yes, six, uh, six of Leah, two of each uh, maid or slave, so it's four. And this is the eleventh son. The, the eleventh son and the elevating power of the eleven, as we said before. And the next one, she, she gives also a life to another son, but in the cost of her life, because while, she, while she's delivering Binyamin, she quits. I mean, she, quit. she has to leave her body. We shall speak about it. The twelve sons is Binyamin, Ben Yamin, Benjamin, and we shall explain the name. Son of right, son of grace, or son of life. Because this the meaning of Yamin is son of right, the right side, or son of grace, or son of life, or son of belief. And why does he get this name? We shall see. Now we shall read about the circumstances of this, this special deli delivery. Vayi betzet nafsha kimeta vatikra shmo ben oni veaviv karalo vinyamin. When she gave birth, it was a hard birth, and she saw the maid told her. Look, there is a boy also coming, another one. And she named him the son of my powers, Ben-Oni, because she did not have any powers. After she pushed the child to the world, she did not have any power to breathe another breath. Right, and so she quit. Literally, her, her, um, her soul went out of her, yeah? Yes. You yes, translate it here as, as anima. It's kind of interesting. Yes, I, I picked this word specifically. Because it was, according to Haari, she could give only birth to one child. Her power in this life was only to give birth for one child, but she pushes herself through another one. So it was on account of her life. So she took the baby outside of her and then she quit. She, she could literally not live died during childbirth. Du yes, right. yes. This is why she named him Ben-Oni, the son of my, my powers. But Jacob, who sold this, he named it in another name, Binyamin. Not the power of a woman or the power of the material, which is, has expiring uh, date, but the son of belief, the son of life, the son of grace. In, in this way, he term his life. Because what happens if the power of man or woman is just expired, so everything will die. This is why he named the son Benjamin, the son of life, the son of grace, son of belief. Yamin is also the name of the land of Israel. Yamin. Right, I just wanted to ask, is it like in most languages that it says like, right is what is right? <laughs> so, like, I mean, these are two directions, right? You could say mm -hmm. they're like, um, it's random. One is on the one side, the other one is on the other side. But um, in German, for example, it's related to uh, like justice and all of these kind of words. Is yes. that in Hebrew also? Right. That Yamin, uh, this is like related to, to justice or righteousness or something? We always says to open things in the right foot. There is a saying... To start a business, Beregel Yamin. Or wake up in the morning, Al Tzad Yamin, on the right side. There mm -hmm. is a saying like this. Mm -hmm. Also in the Zohar, when Rabbi Shimon went, uh, he's lying on his bed, he's, he's lying on the right side. There's a lot of, um, it's a grace. So Basically. the right is generally, this is what I was asking, associated with something positive. Yeah? Grace, this is, we have to separate because today when people speak in the world, in politics or in 
streams, social streams. They right, speak we talk about, about left wing and right wing. That's yes, something. Yes, but it's something yeah. completely different because right in the Bible, Yamin is always life and grace. This is what it means. And belief, again. It's not politics. It's, we don't speak about the worldly topics. This is, and, you know, you, you, yeah. you suspect the words, I know you don't want to relate to the word spiritualism, but uh, when, when those <laughs> it words... It sounds um, a bit new age, you know? Uh, you would say, but maybe if you say it's amazing grace, people can accept it better. Uh, what I was also thinking, isn't it also from the Hebrew word lehamin, to believe? Leah Amin, of course, Emunah, of right, course. Right, like faith, uh, these, these words are all, um, they belong to this Amen, word. Amen, right? Emunah. Amen, huh? another of one. Course, yes, of, from course. Amen, yes. of course, of course, tree of life, the combination of exactly. bringing life into, yes, actualization, of course. This is why he, he she gave the name Benoni from just, from this point of quitting on everything, because right, she quit her the, breast. The right, so. the great end point, so to speak. yes. So this is the last. This is the last of my powers. This is the most I can give in this life. And the father named him Benjamin, because he was the only one of the twelve sons of uh, Jacob who was born in the land of Canaan. All the eleven sons, all the eleven, were born under the grandpa Laban. Mm -hmm. And he was the only one who, who was born here. I mean, in the land of Israel later so Benjamin the son of the country meaning not the son of his biological mother in a way he gave him a a, a total different uh, setup the father by giving the name Benjamin all right so I hope we didn't stretch our listeners also to the end of their powers too mm -hmm. much with this whole presentation it's it's a bit difficult to take all of this in in one go and but perhaps it's also not so important that you understand each and every detail um, it's just to give you a general overview of these names and of the Hebrew roots that are behind these names and of course uh, you can you can continue your own studies and research whatever um, of these figures you find particularly interesting you can just jump into Wikipedia or Mechon Mamre is a good source for English Hebrew um, Bible reading and you can just see um, what connections you will find thank you I hope you had some patience because it's a very complex topic but slowly each time we can pick or take another one and as usual, if you have any questions, even if you see this later as a recording or listen to this somewhere, just write down your thoughts and we'll be happy to get back to you. Thank you. And happy good month. It's a new month today, Hebrew month, the month of Shvat. And we take every letter of the month, Shin, Su, Keri, Vet, Bracha, Blessing, Tet, Tova, carry a good blessing with you wherever you go. And happy week. Have a great week. Bye.